What's up, everybody? This is Monica. And Angel. And you are listening to the, the KG Worship Corner. Worship. It does. Yeah, people yes. cannot embrace a God 
boundaries of things I can't do, yeah. I don't feel free. Yeah. Yes. How can you love somebody when you feel like you're in bondage? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I and I feel like the older generation have painted such a negative picture. Don't and a lot of times we just kind of like, you know what, y'all market Jesus horrible. It's so true. We advertise Jesus horrible. So it's so true. Like I was talking to um, I was talking to a pastor the other day um, in Laplace and I was asking him and I said, like, this is really frustrating for me. Why is it that the majority of the people that I meet with talk about like these social like issues, um, uh, like inequality in communities and inequality in schools? Why is it like half the people, the more than half the people that I meet up with to talk about this, like aren't believers? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like, I, I know like some amazing people who like, like they're so primed for like to just love Jesus because, but the only thing that they, the only reason they don't is probably because they've had negative negative experiences in church or whatever, mm-hmm. like. These people love like others, in, in, mm-hmm. but they don't feel like they can they can do it through Christ. Even though yes. he was the greatest lover ever, the greatest. He, was, he loved the poor, he loved the broken, he loved the rejected, he yes. loved um, the, uh, the the different races like more than anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's like, but people don't feel like they can they can they can embrace that yeah. through him because of the way the church is painted. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and, and I, then we want to ask people, that. you know. Raise your hands to God and sing. Like, why? I can't. Yeah. I don't feel like that about him. Yeah. That's not what I feel in my heart. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're singing this song, Most Beautiful. I do not feel like he's most beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think yeah. that's the reality that the church doesn't always deal with. We just carry on. Mm-hmm. We carry on as usual, forgetting that people have all these issues in their heart about God because of their relationships with you. Because our relationships with one another give us a picture of God yeah. and his love. And people are affected by that. And people need to be healed. And so it makes it difficult for us as worship leaders. And that's why, I'm, man, my passion is growing so much for, like, worship outside. Yeah. Because we got to go bring healing. And then we get in this house, worship will be much more You won't have to ask anyone to raise their hand. Yeah. <laughs> you said that, though, because it just reminded me of that scripture um, when Jesus said they will... They will know, uh, or they, they will, uh, yeah, love love. yeah, they will know that they will know my, or they will know, they will know me by the way that you love me. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, that's true, like, both ways. Like, they'll know me as how you love them. So, like, yeah. if you don't love them well, like, they, they, they will know me as, a, as a yeah. Well, I think we, we sell Jesus to promote our own religious agendas. Yeah. Right. And I, I really believe, and this is what I'm burning in this season, is God's ripping the mask off. Yeah. Because he will have a bride from every nation, every tribe, every tongue, and she's going to be beautiful. We know the end of the story. She's beautiful. Yeah. And she's every race. She's every color. She's yeah. every language. And, like, socioeconomic status doesn't matter in the kingdom. And I just think that... Where even in the charismatic circles, we have chased spiritual manifestations before the the giver. Wow. Like healing is great, manifesting is awesome. But if my goal is to like it, that, if this doesn't happen, then something's wrong. Right. I'm like, well, in worship, it's not for anything else but Jesus because He's yeah. worthy. Yes. Right. And so I think that God is revealing our true hearts. And he's coming in with a sword, and it's a sword of kindness, because yeah. he's kind, and we don't have to fear his sword. 
and it's going to divide the intentions and the motives of our heart. And so I'm like, Jesus, come cut me with the sword. Like, (laughs) show me what my intentions and my motives are because, like, I don't want to give worship from my lips and not from my heart. And I think in the church, we assume because we're in the church, we're not like the Pharisees. We're giving, we're not giving lip service. So this is really our heart. And I'm like, no, I don't want to assume I'm good soil. Yeah. I want to say, okay, test, test my anxious thoughts. Am I presenting my body to you as a living sacrifice. This is my reasonable act of worship, is my body being laid down for you. And so Monday through Saturday, back around to that, like I worship him as I deny myself. I worship him as I prefer someone over myself. I mean, I preach it to myself because I don't always feel that. Like, you know, it's a work of progress, but it's like when I begin to prioritize the stage, more than I do wow. the basics of following <laughs> Jesus, oh, then it's like, yeah. I'm, then I'm telling people just, your goal should just be to get up here on the stage, not your goal should be to look like Christ. Yeah. Right. And so the worship that is pleasing to him is, I mean, like, I forget what scripture is, but religion that's acceptable to God is yeah. keeping yourself from being polluted to the world and taking care of orphans and widows. Yeah, and so I just think the way that when you diminish worship to just sound just like lyrics and music you're missing the whole point yeah Mm -hmm. worship is a surrender it's a presentation of like i present myself to you because you're worthy in my job and all these things and so i really feel that jesus is coming to expose what's really yuck in the churches and it's a lot of that even the political infiltration in our churches about right wing and left wing. I'm like, Jesus is not a Republican. Or like, he's not. Like, it's his kingdom it's true, on the true. earth. Yeah. As it is in heaven, you know? And yeah. so, I really just think a part of even the worship movement is this going to be exposing of our hearts. What are, what have we really set on the throne of our hearts? Yeah. Our lives will show what we most desire. Yeah. And, um, and, and we don't have to be scared of this because even if it's exposing, shame can't stay in the light. And so yeah, I'm like, expose it to get it out because right. I want to you, your bride is going to be pure. Yes. And so I think we're in that process. And I think you're going to see a lot of people from the projects, a lot of people that have, are, have been on the outside, they're going to be the ones yes. coming in yes. and changing all this, like a Kanye West or people that like we have said can't. Yeah. You know, like these kids growing up with like this kind of influence. Yeah. These are the kids that are going to be changing the face yeah. of what we know right now as the church. Absolutely. Because the way we're doing it right now will not work for the generations coming. It won't. Absolutely. It won't. Like, I've been yeah. the truth, dreaming about it lately. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times the Lord speaks to me, you know, in dreams. And, like, for the last week, you know, I've been constantly dreaming about just churches, churches, mm-hmm. seeing churches and seeing, like, walls and yes. floors ripped out yes. and something else being put in and, mm-hmm. like, new people who were in the background taking the stage, taking yeah, the podium yeah. and preaching the gospel. And so it's just been, like, heavy on my heart. Yeah. And, but also... Um, just feeling a little bit weighty and like stuck, mm-hmm. you know, and just you asking God, like, what, what do I, what do we do? What yeah. do we do? What is yeah. our assignment? Like, how do we, I don't feel like it's possible right now. <laughs> you feel so boxed in, you yeah. feel locked in in different places, but I, you know, I just said to him, I, I don't know what to do, but I know that you have a way of victory yes. and I'm going to walk into that. Yes. And I believe that God is just he, like you said, he's calling us into something new. Something yeah. new is going to happen. Things are changing. Yes, it doesn't yeah. matter if people can see it or believe it or not. I just want to be ready. Yes. And, yes. and yeah. move along with what God is doing and be ready to fully embrace that. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So I want to hear more about 
Lauren. I want to hear more about like Lauren's ministry. What is what does that look like? <laughs> um. Well, right now, I don't know, the word ministry. It's like okay, <laughs> like I think all of our lives are ministry. So as far as like church is concerned, um, I'm like now the worship director, um, and so I, I do have a ministry in that sense of like leading worship. Um, but I. I don't know, like, I'm a, I'm a counseling student, and so I also see, like, I'm now seeing clients and stuff, and um, I'm getting my master's in marriage and family therapy, and so I see that as a ministry as well, that, yeah. like, yeah. helping people, especially, and it, it's one of, it's at a Baptist seminary, and so a lot of my clients are believers, and I think in the church we do really poorly with emotional health and mental health, and giving people the space, but it's not always a demon. <laughs> process emotion so I'm I'm really excited about what that's gonna look like um, so my ministry ministry is just beginning in that um, but I would really love to bring to educate the church and to educate leaders how do we counsel people well how do we teach people how to steward their hearts and steward emotions and give them space to feel, you know? So that's really something that burns in me is emotional and mental wellness in the yeah. church um, because God just didn't save our spirit. Yeah. We're, we're all of it. We're body, soul, spirit. Yeah. And so we need to be healthy in all areas. And so health, like holistic health and the emotions and all that is super important to me. And any chance I get to like talk about people, I'm like, oh, I geek out about it. So like that's an area of ministry for me that I'm, I'm just now kind of getting my toes wet, you know? Um, but it's really important to me. Um, and then obviously worship, I I just, if someone said like, if money wasn't an option, what would you do? I just want to travel the earth. And I want to hear the nation sing. Yeah. I want to hear Africa sing. I want to hear China, like I want to hear Jesus receiving what he's worthy of. So, um, and then, you know, just like, I think, Ministering to Jesus is the number one ministry. So, and that looks different for me every day. Yeah. Um, depending on what what I'm doing. So, I'm not really. So, how do you question. how do you like I guess approach the morning? Like morning time? Yeah. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> so it's usually in my commute. <laughs> like so, I, I commute to New Orleans for school from Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that hour and a half, two hours if the traffic's bad, um, really is my time with the Lord on those mornings. Um, Just a lot of conversations and dialogue. Prayer's not a one-way street. It's just communication. And so... (laughs) We can talk about that right there. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, I need you to speak. It's like, he wants to speak back. Yeah. So, um, that, most mornings, so like, I don't really have quiet time in the morning, Mm -hmm. I'm being honest. Because I'm not a morning person. It's, it's an area like, oh Lord, I want to give it to you, but I'm just so not there. Like, yeah, it's like well, my, I mean, heart, my heart well, is a huge place. I, I feel it's important to be woke. If you're gonna pray, right? And so you know, like, like, I, I, like right? So my nighttime is usually like Good if time. I'm gonna spend, be able to just spend time with the Lord with just okay, I just want to meet you, and so yeah. that's. I think every season my quiet time looks different. My um, sometimes I'm in the Word, sometimes I, ne- I don't open the Bible in like 
this set time because sometimes I'll use that mm-hmm. as like I'm just gonna read and he's like, hey, I wanna like I just wanna talk to you. Like, yeah, you know. And so sometimes I've I've been in a season of silence, just sitting in silence and like mm-hmm. I just want your face. Yeah. I just want your face. I just yeah. want your face. And so, um, so that's kind of like like my mornings don't really look super spiritual. Whoa, but, uh, go back. <laughs> I think I disagree. Ah, that's great. So you talk about being in the car for like an hour or two hours and I mean a lot of things happen in one or two hours in the car by yourself and so I think on the reverse side of what you said happens with you in the car is a lot of times we can sit in the car in that isolated moment and a lot of things happen in our mind Mm -hmm. that get us into a dark place yes and so we can even get pulled into stress based on what we have coming ahead of us during that day right don't handle the car space very well right. because it's such a quiet space wow. so they would have to engulf themselves in noise and music yes. and tons of thoughts going mm-hmm. on in their life and it's almost the same thing as you know trying to get somebody to sit still in their room yeah right yes. quiet space yes. is scary for a lot of people mm-hmm. and so but it's very important mm-hmm. because i can never get to that place of dialogue with the lord and that was one of the most important things that you said to me is that you know conversation with god is what's taking place you know, and, and it's what I go for yeah. in the mornings right yeah. now. Is I want to, I want to say something to God. And I want Him to say something to me. And so it's a, it's a dialogue. It's kind of like we're all sitting here having conversation yes. and responding, and waiting on a response. Yes. It yes. is so difficult to get people to comprehend that. Yes. You know what I mean? Especially, especially like with worship. Like we think about you know as worship leaders, as those who are out in the front and being the leaders, we get that concept when we fight for it. You know, we fight to live that out. And so, but then we look behind us and those who lead, you know, sing with us, they don't all the time get that. They, we give them the praying and they pray, yeah. but then that's it. They never really hear from God. Yeah. Right. And it's hard for you to comprehend how does, you know, well, God answer me eventually. Or, he can answer you right He can now. answer you right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I think people have a hard time with. Yeah. Like I think about yeah. Moses when he would be in the tent of meeting. And the spirit of God, the cloud would rest. Joshua was always there. And sometimes Moses would leave and Joshua would stay. <laughs> and just to be in the cloud. Yeah. And so if we can learn how to stay, and it, it literally wow. is a practice. Is. Because we're practice. so geared to like, what's on my phone? What's the next thing to do? Da, 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 da. We're so busy. And we pride ourselves on how much we do. Absolutely. And our culture is so centered around like, oh man, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And it's like. That's an idol, you know. It's like, but if we create safe space where we're like, no, I'm actually, I can't do this that that night because I have nothing planned. Yeah, right. And I'm choosing to have nothing planned. Yes. Um, But we we look at that as laziness, or if you have time, you need to be filling it. And so the practice of sitting still, I've set a timer before, just out of sheer practice. (laughs) I'm like, I want to give you my full attention in five minutes of just sitting. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. Practicing clearing my mind and letting him speak, or like, yeah, okay, so watching that podcast. Really? <laughs> really? Has she been watching the podcast? We literally just did this with our worship team, and then oh, wow. we brought it to the podcast. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and it's challenge you for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's your time, right? Just have time to be still. Yes. That's what you were like, literally. Because it forces. It forces so everything good. in you to be still. Your brain is <laughs> going to try to pull up everything yeah, to like um, to to focus on, and so I just want to be like Mary sitting at his feet like whatever you have to say is more important than what I have to say yeah. not, and not in like a I'm so small he wants to hear me but I'm like I hear myself a lot Yeah. so yeah. I, I want I want to give space for you to speak to my 
heart because that's when I come alive. Like if he's not talking, it's like, or if I'm not hearing him because he's talking all the time. Yeah. Um, if I'm not hearing him, it's like part of me is like, okay, I I need that. Yeah, I need that anchor. (laughs) His voice stabilizes me. You know. Let's let's think about it. Go ahead. Like give us something, and we're gonna let Lauren kind of lead us. Um, just just flowing, like surrender ourselves to the Lord. Thank you for listening to the KG Worship Corner. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. See you next time.